This is Ibrox. <laughs> Hello and welcome to your second edition of This is Ibrox, is the women's podcast. My name is Scott Patterson, as always, you're very welcome. Great to have you along. This Ibrox women's podcast is brought to you with support from our friends at Francesca's Closet, a boutique clothing store for girls by girls. You can find them at all the w's.francescascloset.store. They're also available on Instagram at francescas underscore closet. If you are to speak to them or order from them, use the code TIIWOMEN10, all in capitals, and you'll get a 10% discount. So thanks to those guys for, for looking after us and helping us as we continue to, to support the, the women's game, and in particular the Rangers team. Joining us, as always, on the pod, Courtney McKenzie. Hi, Courtney. How are you? I'm not too bad. Um, Rangers won, so happy as always. That's all that counts at the moment these days. The women's team, obviously, not the men's team, because they just get beat. And indeed, um, Claire Gemmels came back for another episode, which is great to see. Hi, Claire, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Very well, thank you. You became a bit of a star over since we last sort of clocked you last <laughs> on the, some TV appearances and all that sort of stuff. So it's a busy time for you. Yeah, it was my first time doing something like that, so I'm sure I can get better, but... Uh, it was really good. Enjoyed it. Good for you. Well done. Well done. And we're listen. It's it's not the second. It is the second time rather um, that we've been joined on the pod by by Nicola Doherty. Hello, Nicola. How are you? All right. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. How are you? Yes, very well. Thank you for joining us. No worries. So we're going to go straight into things with you. Um, busy sort of ten days to two weeks or so for you. International duty. A goal against Hearts. Um, at the weekend past and also captain of the, the team in the, the victory over Spartans last night. Um, let us know how we, that's been for the transition maybe from international, from sort of back into club football, international and then back to club and all the things that have been going on in between. Yeah, that's just um, top level sport and um, playing international football and then you obviously going back into club. So it's just important when you come back from international duty that your, your mindset's focused completely back on club like like and training was a, a really good intensity when we came back and yeah the first game was back was Hearts and it was the, the, the priority was to get three points from that match and obviously I've managed to get myself in the score sheet which usually doesn't happen and uh, usually <laughs> I, I tend to I was just joking to Brogan the other night actually well last night because she scored from across I was like Brogan should be watching me because <laughs> usually that's how I score to be honest so no I was delighted to get on the score sheet because Rangers, I was obviously the fans know that it's a club that I've supported since I was a kid. So to score for a team that I love and obviously wear the captain's armband last night was an incredible honour and it's just a good place to be at the moment. So one of the things that we spoke about um, when Malky was on, um, and we, I, I said it in jest, was it looked like you were being treated really well because you put something on your Instagram story about the scran, which looked delicious. Now we spoke about how good it looked. Um, I have to say that when you guys are getting taken away for this international duty, um, you're obviously going away to, to maybe different sort of treatments and just general treated better. How is that in, compare, in comparison to the sort of daily life of going in and out of the training centre and just taking you away from all that? Obviously, just now it's it's hard to kind of justify the differences just now with, with, with the pandemic and stuff. But obviously, yeah. when we go away to the national team, we've got our own personal chef it, it sounds like crazy but yeah but that's what we have and and it's it's amazing the meals are fantastic when we go away you obviously 
have the buffet option if you want, but everyone's usually at the live station where, where Alex at Athlete <laughs> Focus Nutrition. So especially me as well when there's pancakes in the morning. Nah, but the, like, nah, the, the live stations are fantastic. But obviously the food at the training ground is top notch as well. And we get fed at the training ground as well. But obviously with the pandemic, we've not been able to have the full capacity at the training ground just now because obviously COVID and stuff. So it's hard to kind of justify both at the moment. And how has that been, even from a perspective of maybe um, some of the girls going away elsewhere to play and then coming back? I, I'm not entirely familiar with the way the rules because they've changed that much in the past. If you're going away, you maybe play in another country and then you're coming back. Do you have to self-isolate? Do you need to sort of disappear for X amount of days before you can really join up with training again? No, no, the, the rules have changed. So it's it's called elite sport, which, which is under the government. So if you're, you're playing for your country or whatever, then you're allowed to come back and, and just c- continue training as normal. Because when we're away, we're getting like the COVID tests and stuff when we're there as well. So due to the government guidelines, we're allowed to just go straight back into training. Brilliant. Good to go. Um, Claire, big night last night. We obviously played Spartans at home. Um, quite a convincing victory in the end. Obviously, six goals. Jane Ross at the double. She scores every time. Um, Brogan Hay getting a hat-trick, a really special hat-trick, and then Chelsea Cornett getting on the score sheet as well. Yeah, um, it's been really good. I think the only thing you probably agree, Nick, that you're probably disappointed you lost that goal, to be honest. Um, yep. But on top of that, as you said, six goals, uh, probably more than we've beat Spartans in the last couple of years. So I think it's something that's really good to take momentum into Sunday, especially against Hibs. And as you said, there was some really good goals as well um, by individuals, individual play. But my personal favourite was Chelsea's. I just thought, linking from the defence, the Jane drop in the third man run, and it was a stunning finish in at the corner. I think it was a character as well, just to lose a goal. And it's obviously the determination to get that goal back. I think the character from straight from kick-off to get that goal back was really important for us to get that. Mm-hmm. Courtney, when Malky joined us, we spoke about how excited you were that Jane Ross had had signed for the club in the summer. Um, really clever goal, the first one, wasn't it? That that back heel flick, very, very clever indeed. I think it just shows the quality that she's got. And, um, you know, she almost kind of went away after it as if it was nothing. But goals like that and then sort of celebrated for days afterwards. And um, she'd done it as if it was nothing. But, yeah, I was buzzing when uh, when Rangers signed her. She's a player that I've been a fan of for, for a long time, especially in a Scotland shirt. She, she always shows up and... Um, I was more excited because, you know, Rangers were missing that clinical finisher last season. Um, plenty of opportunities to score, but just didn't have that, that out-and-out striker, I think, to, to finish it. And I think James came in and shown that, that she'll do her job. Um, I'm also looking forward to seeing how she gets on against uh, the top two, because I think that'll be the biggest telltale. But the goals that she's already brought, I think she's already done herself justice with the signing. But um, no, I'm absolutely delighted. And yeah, goal last night was fantastic. And the whole performance last night was fantastic. I watched it back and uh, yeah, I was very delighted looking at it going into Sunday's game against Hibs because I'm sure it'll be a bit of a bit of a test after the high that they'll be on just now. Nicola, you spoke about the the sort of the maybe the the very quick disappointment of of losing the goal um, last night. I think that was the first goal he's ever conceded in the league this season. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously disappointment, but you were very quick to, to bounce back from it. Um, you're obviously going to pride yourself this year on being really, really tight at the back. Um, consistency with other three defenders, maybe having a, a settled back line, I think will be quite important. Yeah, obviously, because 
like having a solid back four is is what can can win you games at times as much yeah. as you defending starts from the front too. I think when you're playing against the better teams and and when they're getting in behind your back line, you've you've got to be switched on at all times. So yeah, hopefully the back four this season will be pretty consistent because I think that is really important. So I'm not sure what the the strongest back four is at the moment, but um, we'll soon find out when the league kicks off and the the bigger and better games come up. He does have sort of great options in there, Nick. We spoke um, to Malky, as I say, a couple of weeks ago, and he, he spoke about how good it was to have Demi Vance back into the, the, the sort of set-up. It's like having a new player in there, isn't it? Yeah, obviously, there's there's competitions all over the park, to be honest. Not just yeah. um, the back four. Like, last season, I think that's where we struggled in terms of, like, getting injuries, and, and there wasn't strength and depth, and Gemmell will probably touch base with that as well. As there just wasn't enough, and it was always the same kind of starting a living. But this year you can we can really rotate um, when players need rested or when we're playing in the bigger matches and stuff. So I think that'll be really key for us going forward this season. Claire, do you notice a, a, a just nickel obviously refers to maybe the difference this season as far as squad depth is concerned? Um, I know you're still in and around the, the, the sort of setup there. Do you notice a difference or a marked, I don't want to say an improvement, but a difference in what was there last season to what is there this season? Yeah, I think you can tell just obviously by the way they've started the season how much yeah. depth in that they've got. And it's actually there's a lot of players who are pretty versatile and can play a lot of positions, like yeah. Demi. She can play centre half, she can play left back, she can play midfield. So I think it's proven to be beneficial even at this early stage. And I, I must say, I've actually been really impressed by both you and Rachel this season, like the ways I played um, up and involved in attacks. I think these have been really really beneficial to add into the goals for the team. Courtney, the I, I think Claire's absolutely right when she speaks about maybe the the, the attacking prowess of, of Rachel down one side and, and Nicola down the other. It's obviously something that the, the club are trying to not enforce, but it's something they're trying to encourage certainly throughout the team. The the men's team obviously play with Tavernier or, or Patterson and Bassi or Barisic down the left hand side. So we're trying to get a a uniform approach to the games and, and the ladies team are certainly doing that in just as similar manner to the Rangers just now. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, you see it in the men's side, obviously, Tav and Barisic are, well, like, ruthless last season down down their wings. They were outstanding and also their defensive ability backs it up as well and it's the same with the women's team. I think Rangers just have that style of play that it's just so easy to see and it's just that it's a massive joy to watch and it just shows that Obviously, things like finances and this whole one club attitude is, is nice to see, but the fact that the one club attitude also, you know, means the way that they play is really nice to see because it means if you're full confidence that they can do it. And I think, you know, the, like Nick down the left and Rachel down the right, I think it just causes so many different problems because you've got like Brogan and Lizzie right in front of them. So if they want to try and catch up with those two, then they've got to try and, you know, catch up with Brogan and Lizzie and the chances of that are pretty slim. So, yeah, massive fan of the Rangers style of play. And I think... <clears throat> Going forward this season, it'll be really difficult for a lot of teams to keep up with, just because you know Rangers. Rangers style of play is very unique, and not many players can um, can come up against it. But yeah, a massive joy to watch. Stick with you, Court. There, you. It's good to hear you mentioned Brogan. How we we kind of the last pod we done, we spoke about how as the season progressed, it was seen a, a steady progression in her career and how she became maybe on the periphery at the start of the season, but she was a really important player towards the end. She started the season really well and of course a hat-trick last night is, is is good going for her, isn't it? I, she's she's a player that I think has just like massively improved over the last season or two and I still forget, like obviously I'm only 20, but I forget how young she actually is herself and um, she's yeah. got such a, a long way to go and 
I think um, our confidence was starting to build up and just daffy things like not making players last season. You could see it after it. She was, you know, she was chuffed and she was going and attacking and attacking. Um, I think she'll be key to Rangers this season and no doubt be one of the first names on the team sheet, to be fair. Obviously, unless she, I hope she stays injury free, but, um, you know, you can imagine that with the ability she's got, you know, opposition players will be doing everything they can to make sure that she doesn't get past them, which is probably one of the dangers of being that good. Um, but no, she was key to Rangers last season. I think she will be this season and I was chuffed about to see her get a hat-trick. Um, it's been a long time coming and very, very deserved. Nicola, I assume the the instruction to, to Brogan when she's playing is just to not do as you like run, <laughs> e- run. E- express yourself and just and just really go for it because she's got she's got the tricks up her sleeve and she's more than capable of pulling them off every weekend. Yeah, well to be honest, I, I play every day against her in training and she's an absolute whippet to be honest. Once she get <laughs> once once she what see once she takes a touch by it, it's very difficult to to get back into position to get the ball off her. But I think also Brogan's added to her game in terms of her defensive duties as well. I think last season it was all kind of forward, forward, forward. But now Brogan's starting to think, right, if I lose the ball, I'm the closest to press. And she's starting to get a wee bit of a nip about her as well, which I think really added to her game. Um, one of the things that, that sort of struck me last night from the starting line that Nicola was uh, that um, Tessel has made her first competitive start last night. How is she... Sorry, integrated with the group. Obviously, she came across from Holland. Is she, is she integrated okay? She managed to settle in. It's a big thing coming to another country to play. Tessel's one of, one of, honestly, I kid you not, she's one of the nicest players I've ever met. She's just a really genuine person. She's She's got great leadership qualities as well. She demands in training. And and she's just a top quality player. You, you, I always says to because Jane's obviously played for her, like where a number of times at different clubs. And I, I was like, what's she like, Jane? And Jane, Jane just said, I hit her nail on the head. It was she's just got that Dutch finesse passing about her, where a rangey passing, the switches of play. She's just she's a really good player. And, and and first of all, she's like a nice person. And I think you always find sign the person before the player. So one of the things I think we I felt last season, Nicola, when the some of the players that had came in. Um, we we asked about the I can't remember who it was we asked Courtney maybe keep me right but we asked someone um, how difficult it was to maybe come into the group from another country and just settle in I think it might have been Brianna actually I know she's not came from another country as such but um, we we asked the question about how the, the players almost integrate themselves with the group and I felt maybe people like Dana and Sonia when they were around last year didn't actually maybe do that as much as everyone expected. They maybe never made the impact that, that everyone expected. Um, do you, I, I imagine there's a there's more of a pressure this season because these girls have came in and there's a, there's a desire, if you like, for them to slot in and just go for it. We obviously brought in Yanni a couple of weeks ago as well. There's a multinational of um, internationalists in there this season, isn't there? Yeah, but I think every season is just going to be the same. I, I think no matter what year it is, if you play for this club, there's always going to be that pressure to win games. And yeah. and to be honest, I, I'm I'm a player that thrives off it. I like it. I like playing under pressure. I think that's when you, you play your best football is when you're playing under pressure. As whether, I ho- and I hope everyone else feels the same and hope everyone else can handle it. Um, but obviously the players that we've brought in is, is top quality, like you're saying, and it's players from all, from different nations. And I just yeah. think that that's, that's it. What's just showing you what Rangers' in, intentions are that they're they're spending money and and they obviously want to win things as much as as home based players do. It's good to hear you talk about quality. I'll, I'll stick with you, Nick. On um, Jane Ross, played at a 
daft high level. I think it, it's fair to say. Do you notice the difference with with her coming in and just being around the girls on a on a daily basis? There's, do you notice that she's maybe played at a a really decent level in, in England? I remember Jane's first training session. She, in her opinion, she said she felt rusty. But when her first training <laughs> session she came in, you just saw the tempo just went like bang. Yeah. Um, but like Jane's a, a top professional athlete. She comes in every morning. She's away with her foam roller before training. At least half an hour before the session starts, she's away <laughs> stretching, foam rolling, like everything you you know it just to be in the best shape for training. She's a, a top quality athlete as well. Claire, it's good to hear things like that. I think it's always important to hear. Um, when players first arrive at a club, they obviously have their own sort of regimes that they're maybe doing in the background, things that maybe at their new club players aren't used to maybe seeing um, and maybe taking things to a, a separate level, as, as Nicola refers to. Um, she's going to be a really important player for the club this season, isn't she? Yeah, I think she will. Um, I think she's proven that in the, the first three games, basically. Just look at how many goals she scored. And as yeah. I touched on last week, it's not just that, it's her movement. Her movement in and around the box is un- unreal. And as I said, it's not just for her to get on the end of things. It's also for other players to get on the end of things. And she just she makes things happen, which was really quite lacking at times last year and where we, we really kind of struggled, especially towards the end. Courtney, the options uh, that we were going to have up front this year are pretty splendid, we have to say. Lizzie Arnott, um, we've got Jane there as well. We Obviously, we continue to monitor... Uh, Custy Howitt's recovery and the hope that she gets the chance to sort of break back in at, at some point this season. Um, things definitely look good this year and I think we can we can look ahead to the remaining months of the season with a relatively decent degree of confidence. I mean, it's a good headache to have, to be honest, you know, having that many quality strikers to choose from. I can imagine that when Custy comes back and you know, I think if she makes you know half as good as the recovery as what Dave Vanstead comes back in like a brand new sign, and then it'll be even harder for Malky to pick because before Kirsty get injured, obviously she was in top top form, um, and she is a, a top player. So now it'll be a struggle. But I do think that you know, looking at Jane's quality and the goals that she's brought, um, she's she's earned her place there. Um, and also if those goals do stop to come, which you know, I, I don't imagine will happen, then it's maybe time for someone else to try and try and play that role. But I think it's good that. Um, you know, looking at the way that Lizzie and Jane and like Brogan all play off each other, it's it's really good to see. And like Claire said, the movement from Jane is fantastic, and you know she she creates things out of nothing. Um, and the goals that she can score are all different quality. She can score from outside the box, and like she scored last night, just that not a simple flick on. I certainly couldn't do it. I probably tell me say I even attempting it, but um, you know, be flicks into the into the net. Um, you know, she's she's fantastic, but. Yeah, there's many different options up front and um, I can imagine the rotation will probably be <clears throat> one of the biggest things for Rangers this season, trying to keep everyone fit and on top form, um, especially when the big games start coming thick and fast. Nicola, I know that Claire's immensely proud of being a uh, captain previously. You obviously had the captain's armband um, last night. That's a huge deal. You must be hugely proud of just getting the opportunity to do that. Yeah, even just getting the opportunity to... To wear the armband was an incredible honour. Um, obviously for my, my family as well, they're like big Rangers fans. So my dad was buzzing last night watching the game. And obviously seen me, come in, seen me coming out with the, with the armband on and stuff. No, it's, it was amazing to, to wear it last night. And obviously Bree's a fantastic captain as well. So even just to represent the club for that one night was, was fantastic. Good. Uh, obviously we travel away to, to Hibs at the, at the weekend, this coming weekend. 
Um, I wonder how high they will be after a really impressive Edinburgh Derby victory yesterday, Claire, 3-0. Um, and we'll speak a little bit shortly about the, the attendance and how well that's been covered. Um, they'll be flying and looking forward to the visit of, of Rangers at the weekend. Yeah, they will. Um, obviously playing in front of all those fans and winning three now. And I think they'll be disappointed having played against Celtic there and, and obviously just getting beat 2-1 yeah. right at the end. So I think they will be on a high going in against Rangers. And in my opinion, I think they'll set up pretty similar to what they did against Celtic. Um, they'll be difficult to break down, but I think Rangers have got the quality, um, as we've seen, that, that they'll be able to do that. Courtney, you spoke about, um, off-air certainly, you spoke about how um, the Hearts team was a young, almost inexperienced side. I think there was half a dozen under-18s in there, um, and there was younger again on, on the bench. Um, they can't be too disheartened um, losing. Obviously, it's a, it's a Edinburgh derby, so they will be disappointed. Of course they will. Um, just wonder the, the effect of, of the Hearts team, certainly obviously getting a doing for us at home last weekend and then got a doing for their, for their main rivals last night. I mean, it'll hurt, I can imagine. It'll hurt and put Nick on. Claire will probably tell you more about that. The feelings of, of losing games like that, I can't tell you because I'm not the one sitting there and just polo on and a captain's armband, clearly. Um, <laughs> but I can imagine it hurts pretty, pretty bad, um, especially when you're under 18, you know, you're quite young and thinking, you know, you want to get and get the best result and like seal your place in a team and then you're gonna get beat three 0 But I think with the way that Hearts have went this season they can't be too too hot at three 0 It could probably could have been a, a lot more and um, because they've not had the best start for the season. Um but like I was saying um earlier to Russell Walker, I think um a couple of seasons down like relegated obviously I don't want to, you know, uh, say too too bad of them, but I think a couple of seasons maybe down in the SWPL two and build up those players from the academy and build a foundation of players would really do them the world of good because they are struggling a bit. Um, but you know, Ranger, teams like Rangers have just got to go out and and you know go out and get as many goals as they can because we've seen last season that it, it almost came down to goal difference with the top two. So goals make the massive difference, and um, yeah, it's just football, I guess. Nicola, we here at, at this Ibrox we're obviously trying to promote the the women's game as best we can. Our focus will always be primarily on Rangers, of course. Um, there were just under 6,000 people um, at the Edinburgh Derby last night. Um, that's a huge night for for the women's game in this country, isn't it? I actually remember seeing it last night when we finished our game and I seen my phone. That, and to be honest, I, I, I don't care who it is. The fact that they have got that amount of fans in last night is absolutely unbelievable. Um, yeah. The girls must have been absolutely delighted when they've walked out at Easter Road in front of their friends, their family, and then even at that, even just randoms coming to the game just to watch them play. So I think for women's football in Scotland, that was a massive step. They've obviously created um, record attendances before and they've done it again tonight. So it just shows you that fans will come and watch if you promote the game the right way. And I think Hibs have done brilliant in that aspect. Claire, the, the big thing for me is that I, I, I think you have to pay kudos to Tebs and probably Hearts and, and the association generally um, was the fact that the game was actually played in the, the main sort of Easter Road stadium. You know what I mean? I, I, uh, you wonder if it almost opens up avenues for, for Rangers to, to play a couple of the, the women's home games at Ibrox in the, in the coming months. It would be interesting to see if they've maybe got an option with a, a Celtic game that's, that's not too far away now. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really good that, that Hibs have allowed the women's team to play there. I think it's a massive step. 
Do you know what I mean? Just just to actually play at the ground. And then on top of that, they've managed to get all those fans there. Um, so for Rangers, who knows, maybe maybe one day they will play at Ibrooks. So obviously last season, you know, Celtic had their game at Parkhead. So yeah. I've no doubt it's possible. And Courtney <laughs> remembers that well. Do not remind <laughs> me. I will Nic- start crying. But Nicola, joking aside, do you, you'll obviously have um, huge ambitions to get maybe an old firm game at Ibrox. I'm, I'm guessing, certainly, I don't know. Um, if, if the opportunity did come this year because of maybe the influence of the Edinburgh derby last night, it would be something that I think the club would would be quite rightfully to uh, looking looking to do. You know what I mean? It would be a great opportunity for, for the club to maybe jump on the front foot and try and do something with it. Well, Rangers have obviously done it before. I remember when I was away, when I was at Rangers when I was like maybe 16 year old we were like the f- first women's team to play at Ibrox against Inverness but to do it now when like women's football is just like going so up in Scotland it would be fantastic for the women's game and I think I, I, I wouldn't even I, didn't, I, I don't even care who to be against just to play at Ibrox would be fantastic for women's football in Scotland could be anyone but I mean if it was Celtic it would be it would be nice if, if it was Celtic it would be it would be really nice I think <laughs> Absolutely right. And it, listen, it would be interesting to, to know, I mean, obviously 6,000 is, is not a shabby attendance at all. We spoke off air that there'll be, um, there may even be games in the top flight this coming weekend that don't have 6,000 um, supporters at it. So I think for for um, for the immediate sort of um, short term, we say congratulations to, to Hearts and Hibs for, for, for putting it on um, and to get it in Easter Road is, is really, really good. I would hope that the Rangers our club are looking in and, and look to maybe do something um, similar in the not too distant future. Nicola, we obviously, I'm, I'm sure we play Celtic at some point in October. Do we have eyes on that at any point? Nope, not at all. You know I'm going to get that Stock answer, answer. No, stock answer. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, it's just one game at a time, unfortunately. That if that's for you, dears, it's one game at a time. <laughs> of course, of course, we know that game's up and coming, but we, we never look too far ahead. I think if you do that, then, you, you get too far ahead of yourself um, and then your performance maybe starts slipping if you're thinking too far ahead. So, nah, next up is Hibs and that's what we're full focus on this week. Okay, I'll ask Claire that question then because I think she'll maybe <laughs> give it more, she'll maybe give a more honest answer than Nicola. Um, <laughs> do you think that if you if you were there, and I know you're going to say the same as Nicola, aren't you? Do you think you're looking ahead to that game in October at all just now? Do you know, um, I'm actually going to agree with Nick because you, you do know it's coming. You do know it's coming, but she is right because see if you look too far ahead, you miss the ball with the next game, and you do. So you need to prepare for how that team's going to set up and what you're going to do to beat that team because if you're looking too far ahead and then you lose those games, it then becomes a bigger deal. So it is in the back of your mind, but no, it's always the next game you're thinking of. Courtney, I think it's important that we continue to um, to go in the manner we're doing. We're obviously sitting second just now. However, we do have a game in hand, nine points played. Um, I think it would be quite nice if, if things continued to go as they were and that game against Celtic in October, um, the winner would almost go either they would go clear or, or we would go above them. It's a carrot, isn't it, to look forward to? I mean, yeah, we can we can happily sit here as fans and say we're looking forward to it because it's not as it's on the pitch and cutting ball up out. Um, it's not as I have the job to do. But um, no, I've been, I think the only reason I'm really looking forward to it is because I've just, like I said, I think a few weeks ago, I've got such a different feeling about this season. Um, there's just something in the air about it that, you know, success is very, very close. And 
whether that be in like an old firm win or even like a, a trophy, I don't want to speak too far ahead um, and give Malky nightmares talking about trophies. But um, <laughs> I think success is leading and I think um, an old firm win is definitely on the, on the horizon. I think it's a long time coming. I think we're hot enough. Uh, last season, I imagine the players were very hot last season after after what happened. So I think it's about time we get our own back and, and show that, you know, we're not going to get laughed at. And um, that's just that's just the way that Rangers is. But, no, I'm looking forward to it. But um, I think the game against Hibs on Sunday should be a really good game as well because Hibs are doing really, really well. So yeah. I think that would be a good telltale of, you know, how close are we, how close are we there yet. That 6-1 against Spartans was a really good game as well. So, no, I'm, like I said, I'm really looking forward to it. And I think if it was to be at Ibrox then... I might just have to swap my media pass for a fan scarf because I don't think I would want to sit there with my mouth shut the whole game because sitting there at Celtic Park last season was just, I mean, that's my idea of hell. I would never do that again. So, um, <laughs> it's I'm my idea of hell. Uh, it is my idea of hell. I, I remember like walking out crying and Graham Falk thought I'd get like, a family emergency phone call and I was like, no, it's because I can hear them singing on the park and we've just been beat, so I just walked out crying. Um, I was actually, I knew where I couldn't actually stop crying for ages, so... Now I'd rather sit as a fan this time and shout as much as I like. So Nick, Courtney obviously refers to the, the <laughs> pain that she had last season, the 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 um the horrible night she had at Celtic Park. Oh, so bad. <laughs> um, I I do wonder if I actually felt the last season the girls came in for a bit of unfair criticism. Um, I think there was a there was there was quite a bit made of budgets etc 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 which I appreciate you can't influence at all I just wonder you as uh, as a member of the playing staff last season would obviously been disappointed the, the the way it went I wonder if this season you feel there's maybe some scores that you're looking to settle and indeed where maybe a stronger squad um there's more of a confidence this season that that you could potentially do that yeah of course last night uh, last night sorry um last <laughs> season was a uh it was a massive disappointment. Um, but in my opinion, I don't think you just throw money at a club and you go and win a, a league title. I, I think anybody out who had that opinion was uh, kidding themselves on. I don't think you can just throw money and just put a team together and say, right, that team's going to win the, the league title. For me, it's about getting the right people in, um, yeah. getting the right staff in. And obviously, we've got a, a third coach now, um, Hadji, as we call him. Not Yogi. Um, not, no, Yogi. not Yogi. Um, <laughs> which I think really helped the staff this year. And it, it takes the, the pressure off Malky and Kevin as well to for just them two. So I think last season, yeah, it was a disappointment. But for us, it, it was a big, massive learning curve. And I think a lot of players learned um, that it was going to take a lot more than what we did last season. Um, this season, yeah, we've got players in. And we're hungry to... to be better than last season. I wouldn't say there's such scores to settle, um, but for me, obviously, it was the Celtic games where where they did hurt. Trust me, they hurt. And obviously, yeah. then Kirsty Howard goes and does her ACL as well, and yeah. and she's obviously a massive Rangers fan as well. But for us, it's just getting points on the table and just taking each game as it comes. That's a great answer, isn't it? A really good answer. If it was when we put a paper beside it, <laughs> I'm sure it's yeah, not. Yeah. <laughs> Claire, Claire, you were obviously in and around the the, the setup last season, um, and as I say, I, I I felt the girls came in for a lot of unfair criticism first season professionally, etc. Um, I just feel that this season um, there's a bit of a change on, and I I 
from the conversation with Malky, both on and off camera, um, last time he's he's definitely confident um, in this season. I wouldn't say not that he was not confident last season, but um, I, I notice a change in him this year, and I, I think there's more of a there's more than a, of an oomph about him, and I, I think he really thinks that they can do a bit of damage this season. Said as well, like you you think you're just you're basically. So you're cutting it, Claire. Oh, I've lost Claire's sound. Courtney, we'll come to yeah. you, Will. Um, Claire's sorting that out. I, obviously, as I say, last season, um, the girls got a, a bit of hard time, yeah. unnecessarily so, as far as I was concerned. But I think this season, they've got a real opportunity to to really have a go and, and, and make a difference this year. Yeah, I mean, you've seen some of the the comments last season after a few of the games and especially after the season had finished um, you know people like Nick are saying like if people think you know, if money gets flung at the women's side then they should go win it um, and like you said that's not how it works obviously it's it was it's disappointing um, and obviously the players know that the other ones that were playing in the shirt it wasn't us so they'll be hurting more than anyone so yeah a lot of unfair criticism and I think it's just like being a Rangers fan is almost like um, it's so bittersweet, you know, it's the, the best thing in the world, but you almost just expect everything to be so so good, especially when the men, the men won the league last season, it was almost like, oh, the women can definitely do it as well, but yeah. I think like like, like like I said, it was such a massive learning curve for them that I think it can only get better, I, I honestly think it can only get better from there, it probably can't get any worse than that, so this season, like you said, Malky's definitely got like a bit of different um Bit of a diff- get a bit of a swinging step as if he knows, you know, he's working on things, etc. That obviously we won't have a clue about. Um, but no, it, the, the criticism last season was obviously very harsh. But um, I can imagine that they they use it as fuel to go ahead this season and um, do a lot better. Claire, we lost you, and then we had you again. Then we lost you again. Then we had <laughs> you again. Um, so we were speaking about obviously the 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 difference perhaps in this season from from last and how Malky has a. I recognise certainly a, maybe a swagger that wasn't there last season. I think he's confident in the girls this year. Me again? <clears throat> no, I've lost you again. <laughs> Nothing Gem- we can do. Gemmel. Gemmel, come on. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> do. It's not my fault. It does. You, do ca- you come back there. Speak. Oh, no, it's away. That's oh, away, aye. <laughs> maybe they, maybe the, 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 the dog's at the wire. That's it. <laughs> just change. Change. just take, the, take the, the earphones out and just connect through the computer. Right. There we go. There we go. Right. There's obviously something to do with that. Then. That's okay. That. That's all right. Don't be silly. They were, they were, fakes. Was... They were fake. They were fake. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't buy fakes. I forgot about that. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> third time lucky. I'll try that answer again. Go for it. <laughs> so all I was saying was, like Nick was saying, um, there was pretty much a full team was put together last year. Yeah. And then you kind of just expect folk to gel straight away. So they've pretty much had a whole year of bonding and understanding how each other plays. Um, and what they expect from each other. So then going into this season, and obviously Malky and Kevin, whoever else, have had a look at what they think can particularly strengthen that squad. And they've obviously been out and bought that, and you can see that it has strengthened the squad. So I think they're right to have a, have a bit more confidence this year going into it, and I think that's shown in how they're playing. Absolutely. 
Uh, no, I, listen, I totally agree with you. I, I think this season we have the... Um, there's a real opportunity for us to to, to go on and, and win the league this year. I think the, the squad's better than last season. I say that from an outsider looking in. Um, I think we, we've added quality that maybe wasn't there last season. And I think we've already heard Nicola, who's close to the team and indeed Claire as well. Excuse me. We do have the... Um, we do have a depth there. We, we have a depth there that I think sort of come the end of the season, I think we'll be quite grateful for having. And I think you can pinpoint people like Jane Ross and Lizzie over the course of the season as, as two people that will be really pivotal for Rangers this season, 100%. I think that will wrap us up for this week. Nicola, I'm really glad you could spare the time to come in and join us again. Thank you very much. No worries, back for having it. Who should we look to get on next time? Hmm. <laughs> That's a tough one, isn't it? No, no, no I don't think we've had um, Kevin Murphy on yet. Have we not? Don't think so. I know you've spoke to him oh. um, for HFF, but I don't think we've had him on. He's, he talks a good game, Kev. To be fair, I love doing a press conference with him because he always addresses you by your name. As if they're just talking to only him, he's, he's really nice to speak to. Good. He's a nice guy, super nice guy. Yeah. Aye, go for it. Kevin Murphy. Kevin Murphy. Pressure's on him. <laughs> Claire, as always, thanks for coming back on. We'll have you on for episode three. Um, Thank you. I, Hopefully I'll, you know, start working again. Well, I see, Courtney, I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to say that. <laughs> I know. I don't want any I hope so. <laughs> I was not like... <laughs> you know how to fix it. Yeah, well, how many new pair of trainers have you bought since leaving the club? Oh, you don't even want to know. Honestly. Honestly, honestly know. she's got a trainer addiction, I swear. Too much money. Way too much cash. Courtney, thanks for coming on. We'll we'll um we'll do it all again in a couple of weeks and as I say, hopefully we'll get Kevin Murphy on. Um yeah, he can be guest number three, episode three, okay. <laughs> Good luck to Rangers on Sunday when they travel to Easter Road. Don't forget this is Ibrox Women's brought to you by with a support from Francesca's Closet, a boutique clothing store for girls by girls. Find them at all the W's Francesca's Closet dot store and on Instagram Francesca's underscore closet. If you speak to them, quote T I I women. 10 and you've got a 10% off discount we thank them very much for that, we'll do it all again in a couple of weeks, thanks for watching, bye bye